So this idea that, um, that blacks can create movies that depict white on black violence, but not the other way around needs to be analyzed and critiqued. And I'm fine with someone making a movie about anything, but let's face it in our current environment, some white person, if they were to make a movie about a violent act, a violent, a very violent act depicting true events, right? A story based off of a true crime event where it happened to be that a black individual or black persons violated, right? Raped, maybe murdered uh, white people. And if you release that today, uh, it would be shunned, right? It, it just, a lot of people wouldn't want to see it. It would be condemned, right, as, as, as showing, you know, just this one case and making it out like all Black people are like that versus the opposite. We see Blacks can make a movie about a white individual who commits a crime against a Black guy, and uh, it's no problem, right? It's not blaming all white people, right? But really, the subtle mes message in all of this is that it kind of is blaming all white people, isn't it? That's a subtle message no one really wants to talk about, but that it this exists. This is the reason we see endless stories of Black victimization at the hands of whites, right? It's to repeat this narrative, this claim that white people are systematically, and this is the word choice they use, systematically putting down Blacks uh, so that they can control them, take advantage of them, right? Deny them the same kinds of rights, deny them the same kinds of opportunities. This is a word they use. And so they're, they're basically blaming all white people today for black failure, right? For black failure to achieve, for the black, white, you know, wealth gap, etc. And while historically most whites will, will agree and say, well, you know, blacks didn't have the same opportunities, that's true, but this isn't 1955 anymore, right? This isn't, this is a totally different landscape we have this movie called Till, and I saw the trailer for it when I went to <laughs> the movie uh, Nope uh, by Jordan Peele this weekend. And I just kind of sighed in my seat, thinking uh, you've been living under a rock if you haven't heard the story of Emmett Till. And you could be, um, you could be forgiven if you hadn't heard the story of Emmett Till. You know, if you're a white person, pre-2020 George Floyd, right? Uh, but after George Floyd, it was all over every single blog, uh, uh, New York Times, etc. They were talking about, you know, historic wrongs from whites to blacks. But it's funny that they have to go to 1955 to dig up a case of, of supposed, you know, well, I'll just give it to them, um, suppose it, you know, not just suppose it, but I'll give it to them that um, Till was obviously treated badly. He shouldn't have been lynched. He should have gone to court if, in fact, he was accused of, of, of legitimate crime, which uh, the story today is that he wasn't even 
doing anything all that bad. It's just that he was coming on to some chick, some white chick. Uh, who knows what he said to her? Maybe he really threatened her. I just wasn't done during that time period. And you text the the time, the place, the time. It just wasn't done for a fourteen, you know, fourteen year old black woman, black man, sorry, Till, to come on to a white woman. Now he might not have been committing a crime, uh, and he probably wasn't. Right, I give him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, but he did some aberration for the time, and and he, uh, you know, kind of crossed the line. Say, if he was making a comment or an advancement to some white woman. Uh, in the South, he was definitely uh, stepping across a cultural line. But maybe he didn't commit a crime. I'll give him that. He never should have been lynched. If anything, he could have been, you know, tried in a court of law. They probably would have exonerated him. Um, but he did offend someone. He offended the woman, right? And the men that were associated with this woman wrongly decided. I mean, their actions were wrong, right? Their actions were to lynch this guy. And lynching means to extract your own justice, to not use the state's, you know, sanction system of justice, right? To, to, to get your own uh, form of justice. And that is wrong, right? We, we defer to our justice system. We put the, the, the justice system in the hands of the state uh, to be objective, right? To, to be objective as possible, and to give someone uh, the benefit of the doubt, to have them, you know, only convicted if they are, uh, you know, convicted by their peers. You know, hopefully these people are unbiased uh, in an objective way where they're given, uh, a, you know, this public hearing to tell their side of the story or try to defend themselves against any accusation or charge. And I do believe in our justice system. I believe it's it's not you know it's not the best. It's not you know it is it's not without flaws, right? And it could be, always be better, but it's better than um, than individuals exacting their own form of justice, right? Convicting someone without a chance to defend themselves or without a fair hearing. It's better than people taking their own kind of justice into their own hands. Uh, it's way better than the, the, the law of the jungle, in my opinion. So while our justice system does have flaws, uh, it's, it's there to, to make it as civilized as possible to reward um, family of a victim, right? Just some kind of justice where there's a punishment extracted upon the perp. <laughs> so I do agree that, that lynching till was wrong it should have gone to a court and they probably would have found him you know innocent of, of any kind of charge uh and that would have been the best way to proceed um but again you need to look at the time period uh, 1955 why are blacks so adamant about reliving this story and why today you need to ask yourself why today why this story? Can they pick a more recent story? In theory, you could have, you know, I guess a George Floyd movie. But again, George Floyd was a criminal. 
And so maybe it wouldn't be that sympathetic, right, if you told his whole story correctly. Just like Emmett Till, if you told the story of his father, you might not exact a lot of sympathy for Emmett Till, knowing that his father raped, you know, uh, an Italian and murdered her during World War II. Because, you know, we tend to think the apple sometimes doesn't fall very far from the tree. And while we can't blame the actions of a father on the son, we're just sort of naturally not as sympathetic, learning that, you know, Emmett Till's father, Louis Till, uh, raped and murdered uh, women. So uh, I don't feel that sympathetic toward the guy, right? Knowing that his father did that. Maybe that's just me personally. Maybe that's because I have a little bit of Italian ancestry. I don't know why. And he, you know, apparently he was in Italy at the time and he raped and murdered uh, an Italian woman. Um, maybe it's my family history. You know, I don't know what it is, but I don't feel that bad. Uh, I don't feel that sympathetic towards him until personally, um, all, you know, knowing what his father did, although I never condone that he should be responsible for the actions of his father. I will not condone that, uh, but it doesn't, it doesn't really give him brownie points, let's just say. So if they were to throw that in the movie, it, it would, it would, you know, come across as not very sympathetic to, uh, you know, little Emmett Till. But really what this, this is a follow-up to my earlier podcast and I really want to focus on the fact that there's all kinds of movies and sympathy for, you know, black victims, especially at the hands of white people. Uh, what if, um, you know, if we were truly a white supremacy country, this movie would never be made. This Till movie would never be produced, right? Uh, I'm assuming that this Till movie probably had white people who funded it. I could be wrong. You know, there's a lot of a lot of rich black people today. But I'm just going to go out on a limb here. Not that black movies can't be funded by black people, but there's just a lot of more rich white people. So I'm guessing this was funded by whites. But if we were really, really a systemically racist country, right, where, where whites were the dominant, you know, uh, as far as white supremacy goes, if this was truly a thing in this country, Till would never be made. I mean, maybe it'd be funded, but it wouldn't be distributed. And um, movies like the Knoxville Horror, we wouldn't have movies about Till and Emmett Till. We'd have movies about the Knoxville Horror. And the Knoxville Horror was something that happened uh, way more recently than uh, Till, right? Till was 1955. The Knoxville Horror happened uh, around, I think, 2000. Uh, five-ish, let's just say, or maybe even earlier. Maybe it was like 1999. Actually, I think it was around 1999 or 2002. It was somewhere around there, okay? And these two college-age kids were basically abducted from their abducted from their car, taken to an abandoned house, raped, tortured, right? Uh, uh, despicable things done to them. Um, and this was black perps, white victims. Uh, and then um, this one girl who was like basically shoved in a trash can. She had uh, laundry detergent or some chemicals shoved down her throat because the black perps thought that they could get rid of any kind of, you know, semen or physical evidence. Um, and then they dumped her in a trap. They, they, they put her in a trash can to like suffocate. And that's how she died. Uh, and she, she was in this trash can for over like 23 hours. Uh, suffocating to death. Um, the male was raped as well, and he uh, he was tortured, beaten, I think, and then 
you know, um, driven to uh, some, uh, driven to some somewhere and then shot and then just left. So, um, and, and the way that, um, the way that these blacks treated these white people, if you watch this video that describes the Knoxville horror, um, you'll be like, you will be shocked at the amount of brutality and violence in this story. Uh, just the way they treated these people. Um, they didn't just rob them, right? And, and they were, I think they were after money, but they didn't just rob these two people, right? These two individuals. They wanted them to suffer. And what kind of human can do that to another human? I think in our, our, our mind, you know, if you watch horror movies, you can sort of see why someone might commit a crime. Right. So there's different levels of crime. There's somebody who robs someone. There's someone who robs someone and then kills them, perhaps because they think they're going to tell on them. And that's a motivation we can understand. There's, you know, even though it's bad, we can understand it. There's instances of someone who 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 um, wants to rape someone. Right. And they enjoy this this sexual uh, uh, violation of someone else. And then they want to kill them. Maybe they want to dump the body. Uh, and it's usually they want to kill this person because they're worried they're going to be exposed. Uh, sometimes they kill them as part of the fantasy. Uh, and sometimes they just kill them because they're worried they'll, they'll tell someone or they get, you know, that the person's trying to defend themselves. And so they're fighting against them now and they happen to kill them or they, they want to dump the body somewhere like so. They just want to get rid of this person. They don't. They don't want. They don't want them like around to tell on them later. Usually, that's the reason why a rapist might kill kill their victim. Um, they're worried about disposing of the evidence, and and so getting rid of the body, right, is is maybe easier than, than worrying, you know, about being you know picked up, picked out in a lineup or something, or the victim going to the police and having evidence against you. So. But what these people did, these black perps, did to these white, this, this white couple, suggests a different type of motive, right? They're not just your average criminals. It suggests that they really despised and hated whites. Um, and these are the, the, the cases that really need to be brought to life in a movie because a movie it really reaches a different audience. And a lot of white people are upset that, that black on white crime isn't being talked about, isn't being reported on the mainstream media, right? And what would get attention the best? Having a Netflix series about this, right? Having a movie, but, but in this day and age, if you, even if you had the money to produce something like this, would, you, would it get distribution, right? Would the media, the mainstream media, like hate on it? Probably. Would Netflix pick it up? Probably not. Um, would people want to see it? Absolutely, right? Because they 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 are pissed off that the media is not telling the truth. That's not that's covering up for black on white crime to try to tell a certain narrative, right? And I think that whites would be shocked. They they say this is a horrific crime. Why haven't I heard about this? 
I don't care about the race necessarily, but why have I never heard about this case? Well, the only reason that you can come to for why whites haven't heard about the Knoxville horror in my mind and in other people's mind is going to be the media, the mainstream media covering up for horrendous black on white crimes, right? No one's even listening to this podcast, perhaps, because they're too scared. They don't want to hear it, right? They, they don't. They just want to put their head in the sand. They don't want to hear about black on white crime, right? And, um, and if, you, if you study this stuff, if you look, right, and you look at the types of, of crimes that are truly, truly horrific, um, at least what I've seen, these black on white crimes are some of the most, most brutal, despicable, disgusting things I've ever read about, right? Shoving some, someone in a trash bin, making them swallow bleach, shoving bleach down their throat or other chemicals to try to strip the victim while they're alive, mind you, of any kind of physical DNA evidence. I'm, I'm thinking, you know, semen or, or whatever, um, you know, that was on the, the perps, uh, making them do this, shoving them in a trash bin, like violently, aggressively beating them to death. Um, this type of thing is absolutely horrendous, you know, and we, we think of a rape case and we think, okay, it's going to be violent, right? They're going to be held against their will, you know, and they might be murdered, you know, strangled to death or something. We can all think about horrific cases. Um, but there is, there is something that people tend to notice. Um, and that is when there seems to be more violence that's necessary in a case. And they also notice if that's the case, if there's more violence than absolutely necessary, that somehow the perp is enjoying this. And then if you can also observe that the perps are black, the victim is white, you know, or, or the reverse case, um, they're going to notice the difference of, in race and they're going to describe or prescribe motive, right? And show me a case where whites have acted this violently towards blacks in recent history, right? Even till, I mean, I don't know the gruesome details of his death. All I know that he, you know, he was lynched, right? He was uh, without judicial uh, approval, right? No court case. He was killed. And I think he was hanged or beaten. I'm not even sure. Um, I should go watch that movie and then read real reports because the movie might not be accurate. But did they rape him? Did they torture him for a whole day? Um, I guess the beating might be considered torture. Uh, but, you know, I doubt they raped him. Maybe, maybe they could have. Maybe they did. I don't know. But this was 1955. Again, I don't condone the acts of what they did to Till. But, um, but again, there was a reason why they did so, or they thought they had a reason, which was he was somehow coming on to making remarks to a white person, a white woman, that they were uh, party to, or they were you know, spouse of, whatever. Again, doesn't condone it. I'm not condoning this. 
but I am saying there was a provocation. This wasn't just a, hey, we'll pick up some random black person and, and lynch them. So I, do, I never want to like make an excuse for lynching, but if you look at the history of lynching, it's, it's usually to extract some kind of private justice. And that usually was the case when the court system failed or didn't work or was there weren't enough just, justice systems around. That's how lynching actually started, was whites lynching other whites for perceived crimes. And it's not a good system. Of course, it would be best if there was an actual court case. But um, just like people um, make a big deal about child labor, like before the Industrial Revolution or in the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, they're not looking at the context. They're not looking at, well, what were children doing uh, before the Industrial Revolution? Yeah, they might have had to work in factories, but before that or without the factory, their life would have been even worse. So people are never looking at the actual context and the actual time period in which, you know, they're making moral judgments about a, about a time and a place they weren't party to. And again, I'm not defending lynching. I'm just describing the historical reason why it existed. And again, nothing is a good, is a, is a perfect, you know, system to extract justice. Even today, our court of law makes mistakes, right? Nothing is perfect. And our justice system sometimes fails, uh, but that has to be taken, you know, into consideration when you're thinking of other ways to to serve justice. And I think that people fail to to look at reality; <laughs> they just look at this idea of what could be, what's the best system, and this idea that we can have perfect justice all the time is just sort of this this utopian fantasy that just does not um, exist. So if you're okay with having, you know, movies like Emmett Till splashed all over our, our, our mainstream media, you should be okay with movies like the Knoxville Horror coming out, right? That show, you know, a true story of violent black criminals raping, torturing, and assaulting white people as recently as 10 to 15 years ago. So um, why isn't this movie funded, right? Why isn't like a Knoxville horror movie funded uh, versus like an Emmett Till? Well, because there's a demand for this idea that white people have been abusing blacks. There's this insatiable demand to produce content like this uh, in order to guilt white people, right? To, to, to make them think that they are guilty of crimes that they never committed and make them feel bad for blacks in order for blacks to extract real benefits uh, from white people. Um, but why would a Knoxville horror movie, why should it exist? Well, it should exist at least to do away with the idea that blacks are always being victimized by whites and not the other way around. There's this idea that the, media, the mainstream media wants to have a blackout on any kind of black on white crime. And in my opinion, um, this blackout sort of contributes to the idea that it's always whites harassing blacks and, and, and committing crimes against them, which is totally uh, untrue, right? We all know that anyone can commit a crime against anyone. And actually, statistically, uh, more uh, you're, a black person is, is far more likely to commit a crime against a white person than the other way around.
Um, so another comment is that stories like this matter, right? And if you're only telling some stories and not others, you're manipulating an audience. Um, these stories should be told. If you think that Emmett Till's story should be told, you should also think the Knoxville horror story should be told. And if we want to tell a story with really, you know, some, some elements of horror, you know, this Knoxville horror or this Wichita massacre story uh, really, really would make you uh, scared, right? Really would make you scared, would make you um, nervous, uh, would really uh, make you even throw up or just be, um, you know, grossed out, let's just say. And a lot of people love to go see horror. So instead of having another horror movie, right, that's based off of some supernatural thing that isn't true, uh, some, some um, you know, demon, right, possessing someone, or you know, just these kind of, you know, cliche, stupid horror movies. And, you know, I liked Paranormal Activity, and that had demons in it. Right, but but the idea has been done. They've had like four sequels to it. Uh, it's been it's been the idea has been done again and again, and it's just like it's time for something different. Like, let's can can we have some true true crime horror? Would that would that be okay? Uh, I, I would I would go for that. You know, in the Till movie, I doubt it's really classified as a horror. It's probably a drama. Right, they're meant to tell a story about the lynching and how evil white people were and the struggles of his mom. And that's, that's actually perfectly fine. But I think if I were to tell the story of, you know, black on white uh, crimes, you know, the, the Knoxville horror and the Wichita massacre, I'd make it a horror. I'd make, I'd show the actual violent act. I'd show the whole thing on film. You know, I might show the trial too and, and the damage done to the family, but I would actually focus the bulk of the movie showing the events of the actual crime, you know, and to me, that would be a real horror, right? Uh, I'm sure that they do that in the Till movie too, but, you know, whether they, you know, I don't know how long they spend on it. I mean, they probably don't have that much time on it, but uh, I would show in graphic detail the horror of the people that were involved in the, you know, Knoxville um, uh, horror, uh, they call it. Um, I would show that in graphic detail and I would say this is based on a true story. And then most white people would be absolutely, most white people would be absolutely shocked at the, at this crime. And they would say to themselves, why have I never heard of this? I've heard of Emmett Till, right? It's, it's basically, they have a story about it every week. Um, and that's fine. What was done to him was, was awful, but uh, you know, we should also have movies that show, uh, these historically true, you know, more recent black on white crime. Um, and uh, obviously, I don't think this would be made, right? It would have to be, you know, someone like an Elon Musk or something that just decides that they have a lot of money and they're just going to make this film regardless of whether they can get distribution, regardless of whether that, you know, people actually want to go see this because there'd be a lot of white people that would say, look, I don't want to go see this. Um, you know, it's, it's making, it's, 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 it makes black people look bad, but they will go, but the same white people will go see the Till movie and say, oh, well, you know, may white, make white people look bad, but that's okay because we need to support, you know, blacks that were victimized, right? That were the, the, the crime of, 
the victim of a, of a her, you know, horrific crime. Um, so I bet you the same white people that want to go see the Till movie uh, would would sort of shun this this movie that shows you know black perps more recently in time, 10, 15 years ago, violently committing a horrific you know rape torture crime of white people uh, just because they'd be too afraid that you know oh well people are bad and it makes you know people if, if they knew I went to go see this movie. It, they would call me this 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 racist, right? That wants to to label every black person, you know, a criminal. Uh, but anyways, if I had all the money in the world, I would make um, I would make these two movies. Try to release them. Try to promote them. Um, just to to expose these stories, right? And the fact that there's all this money to make till movies right or, or till reenactments they've had all kinds of Emmett till documentaries uh and and just this idea that that every single case of a white person ever throughout history doing anything bad to a black person guarantee you they've either written a blog post created a documentary or made a film <laughs> uh showcasing it uh, just because there's an endless line of, of white people that feel immense guilt for, for um, past crimes of other white people that they, in fact, have no party to. Um, and, of course, all the blacks want to go see this kind of stuff, too, because it sort of eggs them on. It kind of, it kind of uh, gives them this idea that, yeah, we are discriminated against and white people are systemically you know, always against us. Here's, here's this Till movie that, that confirms it. Um, it just sort of eggs them on in this way, in my opinion. And it's, again, I'm fine with them making a Till movie, right? That's fine. <laughs> They've made the Central Park Five series, right, that depicted um, the cops, uh, you know, in a, in a way that um, they thought was appropriate, but but was again, you know, not really according to the, to, you know, the evidence of the tapes, right. To, to other eyewitnesses of this crime. Um, no, that's debatable whether you think their story is true, uh, but they are being currently sued by the, I think Linda Fernstein, the, 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 one of the prosecutors or head DA, uh, that was depicted in this film as being a racist. She's actually suing um, Netflix and the lady, the black lady who um, produced the film, or sorry, produced the the Netflix series um, about the Central Park Five. I think it was called Now Now You See Us. Um, so, in my opinion, you know, blacks. This is on average again. They're always trying to rewrite history in a way that makes them look good, and I'm sure that this Till movie that they're producing is going to make black people look, oh, look, look really great. And they're not going to show, you know, Emmett Till's father raping um, an Italian woman and murdering her. He was convicted for that, you know, and the hanging of such a crime because it doesn't really make Emmett Till look good. It doesn't make Emmett Till look sympathetic, right, if you, if you were to show that. So um, they're not going to show it. Well, what if white people rewrote history and produced a film that wasn't even honest, right? That, that blew out of proportion the Knoxville horror. And it'd be hard to blow out of portion this 
this story in crime because they really did some horrific stuff. But let's say that they made, um, let's say that they exaggerated it to be even more violent, right, than it already was. Would that be okay? Would that be, would that be okay to do? To be, to embellish the story, right? Um, probably, I would say no. I don't think that that would be good. You know, blacks would call this artistic licensing, though. When they do it, when they embellish crimes of white or black, they say, oh, it's our view. Or, or oh, we were systemically uh, discriminated against, and you don't know the whole story. You don't know the true story. So this gives blacks a free pass to embellish, to add their own flavor on any kind of story they want to. <laughs> um, I'm just pointing out the hypocrisy in the double standard here. Like, obviously, um, I don't want to create a movie where that lies, right? That depicts events untruly, right? That embellishes events that never happened. Uh, but I would like to produce movies that show uh, historically true horrific crimes on of black on whites. Um, I think if you were to do this accurately, the audience would pick up immediately on black brutality and the the um, the types of crimes that blacks are are consistently observed to do, to do at, at higher frequencies than white people. Again, anyone can can commit a crime, but uh, blacks tend to commit more brutal like crimes. And if, if history were to be represented on screen and more honestly, you know, white people might be aware of such crimes. Now, if you think that I'm despicable for mentioning this, that the Knoxville horror should be depicted in film, uh, you should also be, uh, have the same attitude towards Emmett Till, right? That this movie should never be shown. And if you don't have that same reaction, you're biased, right? So if you're if you're for showing the Emmett Till movie, right, then then uh, you have no um, you have no say, right? You can't say to someone, oh, you can't make a movie about the Knox for horror, right? You're being biased. So um, I guess I'm going to end it. I'm going to end it here. Uh, but I just want to say that if if white people were able to create movies about black on white violence. Uh, it'd be kind of interesting if they had the balls to do so, right? If somebody had the balls to do so, I, I would applaud them. Because Blacks have the balls, right, to create all these depictions, right? These movies like Till that depict white people in a negative light. And they're doing so now for a reason. You have to ask yourself again. They're doing so now to manipulate, to get whites to feel guilty, to extract more resources from white people to make you feel bad about yourself. This is, there's a reason why there's a Till story every week. There's a reason why this movie is being produced today. And if you can't see that, I don't know if I can help you, but you're, uh, you are absolutely blind. <laughs>